Welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. We're so glad you've tuned in today. This is a ministry of the Victory Bible Baptist Church in Tobaccoville, North Carolina. Our physical address is 6910 Martin Ferry Road, Tobaccoville, North Carolina, 27050. We love to have you at any or all of our services. I hope you have a great day today, and I hope this this uh, podcast is a blessing to you. And uh, may the Lord bless you today. Bible. We'll turn to the turn to the book of um, book of Matthew, chapter number fourteen. Matthew, chapter number fourteen. I've been enjoying this chapter. This chapter is good all the way through. Amen. I really like Matthew 14. I've been studying this whole chapter. This whole chapter has been just a blessing to study. But uh, I ain't going to preach on this, but I will tell you, in chapter 14, verse number, I looked at the life of Herod, of Herod and, and John the Baptist here in these couple of first verses you look at in chapter 14 of Matthew. The Bible says at that time Herod the Tetrarch heard of the fame of Jesus and said unto his servants, This is John the Baptist. He is risen from the dead. And therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. For Herod had laid hold on John and bound him and put him in prison. For Herodias' sake, his brother Philip's wife. For John said unto him, It is not lawful for thee to have her. And when he would have put him to death, they feared the multitude because they counted him as a prophet. So he's afraid, he's afraid to kill John the Baptist. But the Bible says in um, verse number 8, And she, she being instructed of her mother, said, give, give me here John Baptist's head and a charger. And the king was sorry, nevertheless, for the oath. Sake, he had made a promise after Herodias had danced for him and danced in front of Herod that he would, that he would actually do every, anything she wanted. She said, I want John the Baptist's head. So something he never dreamed he'd ever do, he ended up doing when he got with the wrong crowd. I promise you, you get with the wrong crowd, you'll do, end up doing things you never dreamed you'd do. Amen. I promise you that. That ain't the message, but I just I had to give it to you. I don't feel led to preach it, but I will give you them verses. You can go back and read that. But verse number 13, I was looking at these verses. And look at the feeding of the 5,000. For the Lord to help me flow on and preach on that, on some thoughts out of these verses. The Bible said in verse 13, When Jesus heard of it, he departed thence by ship into a desert place apart. And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now spent. The time is now now past, I'm sorry. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy them victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart. Give ye them to eat. They say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. If the Lord help me, I want to take out one phrase and preach on that for a little while. If the Lord help me, um, bring them hither to me. Let's pray. Father, thank you for letting us come to church this morning. I pray, dear God, the sweet Holy Ghost. God would help us today, meet with us today. Dear God, we desire and long for your presence. God, we need it. We desire it. We want it, God. We really do. We want you to meet with us. Because if you don't, God, we, we've, we've, we've prayed in vain. We'll preach in vain. People won't get no help today, Father, unless you do something, God. I know how worthless that I am. But I'm so thankful, God, I was worth something to you. And I'm glad that you called me to preach. God, I pray you'd use this message to help somebody. This morning, I pray in Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. Matthew 14. Boy, what a, like I said, what a good chapter. But I, I, you, can go on, you can go on through the rest of this chapter and look at all the different things. You can find John the Baptist is, is, is uh, killed in these verses at the beginning. Uh, you find out that Peter walks on the water later on after we get done reading about the feeding of the 5,000. Uh, after that, you find out that Jesus heals the people that are sick in Genesaret. And I, 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 charge, I, I challenge you to go and read that. He actually told them, said, I'll heal as many as you bring, pretty much. Uh, that's a pretty good statement. I, I, as many as you bring to me, I'll heal every single one of them. Yeah. The only reason they wouldn't have got healed is if the people wouldn't have went and got them. I say, let's go get them. Amen. I believe God will save as many as we bring, and they want to be saved. God will save them. Amen. Let's go get them. Amen. And that ain't the message, but I'm telling you, this whole chapter is filled with a whole lot of good stuff. But verse number 13, when Jesus heard of it, and we just got done reading about it, he heard of, heard of Jesus, heard of John the Baptist being beheaded. Boy, if you read this verse, you think, well, why in the world would Jesus leave? One, Jesus, Jesus, John the Baptist already dead and buried by this time. And evidently it was the will of God for John to get to go on home. Listen, it's not a bad thing to go to heaven, by the way. It's a good thing to get to go to heaven. It ain't good he got beheaded to go. But, man, I can think of a whole lot worse ways to go. Hey, there's a lot of lingering, pride, lingering trouble and sorrow that people had to go through. It'd be good to go quick. Amen. I can think about that. I wouldn't want anybody to go, but I'm just saying, listen, going to heaven's not a bad thing. I read where John R. Rice was on the elevator one time, and they said they, the man took a pistol and put it in his stomach and said, he said, he said sir, he said, I'm going to kill you. He said, what are you going to do, threaten me with heaven? He said, man, you, you can't enough with somebody going to threaten with heaven. He said, I'm going to heaven when I die. What are you going to do, threaten me with that? Man, end up just talking to him, leave him alone. Amen. He said, here, take my money. I don't care. He said, oh, this is money. He said, ain't life. He said, I don't, I don't want to die. He said, if you kill me, I'm going to heaven anyway. It'll be all right. Hey, well, I thought that was pretty good. But anyway, uh, down here in verse, verse number 13, Jesus had heard about John the Baptist being beheaded. He departed thence by ship into a desert place. So why did Jesus depart? It wasn't his time, his time to die. Jesus wasn't going to die until it was the exact time for him to die. It was appointed that he died at a certain time and a certain place. And he had to die on a cross. The Bible said, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a cross. And I had been cursed, you had been cursed. And Jesus Christ had to be the curse. So he had to hang on a cross. Amen. He had to die. He had to rise again three days later. Listen to this. He said they were in a desert place. Apart. That's where he was going. He was trying his best to get into a ship and go into a desert place apart. And when the people had heard thereof, they, they followed him on foot out of the cities. But I like this verse. He was really stirred up about this. I believe that was what stirred Jesus' heart and he was moved with compassion. All these people had decided, but we love him so much that we've got to go where he goes. I'm not, not going to let him get out of my sight. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to get where he is. I, gotta go. I, gotta I want to be around him. But how long has it been since you couldn't wait to be around the presence of God? Right. I want to be around the presence of God. But I desire that, don't you? I long for that. I want that. And I desire to be in his presence. Boy, these people say, well, I'm, I'm not getting away from it. I'm not moving. But now listen, if he goes right, I'm going right. If he goes left, I'm going left. If he goes forward, I'm going forward. If he goes back, I'm going back. Wherever he goes, I'm following. Amen. Right. I'm following. I believe that touched the Lord's heart. Because you find out in the next verse, he had compassion on him. Yeah. Oh. 
Listen to this. Bible said that, he, that, that, that they were following him out of the cities. I believe more than one city followed him. Well, a bunch of different cities. Come together. Hey, listen, we heard about Jesus. Let's go follow him. He can do something. Yeah. I agree with that, don't you? He can do something. I can't do nothing, but he can do something. And Jesus went forth and saw a, a great multitude. I'm heading somewhere. You hang with me. He saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them. And he healed their sick. But I, I listen, in these verses, he, he figures out these people got burdens. These people got people they care about. These people have burdens of their own. And here in these verses, he heals every sick person that came. Thank you again for tuning in to the Victory Bible Podcast. Hope you'll uh, check us out on Facebook and YouTube. Well, we've got a much more services that you can tune in and listen to. Maybe a blessing to you. And I hope you're having a great day. Hope the rest of your day goes great. Thank you for taking time to listen. May the Lord bless you.